trying to get uh, everybody in a room for a minute now, and that has been... I'm a, I'm a little hot. I've been trying to get everybody in the same room now, and it's a little difficult. So finally, um, to my right is DJ Arley. What's happening? Adam Scania's right over here. Adam, say what's up. Hello. We have too many people in, so we're sharing microphones. Uh, to his right is... Uh, Gaspar, DJ Gaspar. Hola, what's going on, folks? And across from me, uh, last but not least, is uh, videographer extraordinaire William Wright Films. Will Wright Films, right here. What's up, Will? What's up, guys? So thanks for joining us. I know you're, you know, you, your office is here too, but uh, we had some stuff to do. Got everybody in here today, and uh, wanted to catch up. It's been a couple weeks, unfortunately. Um, <clears throat> this isn't as easy to keep up with, is it? thought it might be so hey so uh dude it's been three weeks since the nace awards is that yep. what's wrong with you gaspar i don't know i just thought about that song it's been <laughs> one week since you looked mean dude <laughs> i don't know i just i just thought about it i'm sorry <laughs> I thought someone was going to do it. Well, so I'm going to hop right into this. NACE Gala, uh, NACE, uh, National Association of Catering and Events is what NACE stands for. It's an industry thing here. So I'm an industry award uh, gala, basically. And we were undoubtedly the most annoying table at this event. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were. But it was, uh, man, I needed that. Good. It was, we had a heck of a good time. And uh, <clears throat> why I say we were annoying is because we hadn't seen, you get all of these people in one that's why we're never gonna make it through this podcast that we're currently talking on but get all of us in a room and uh we just were having a good time hadn't seen each other for a while hadn't gotten together in a while um so it was a good time man and we especially had not gotten together not working that was the first time good thank you that's yes yes. we are the company we're doing the company that day but it was the first time that we got to just like hang out as guys like friends and enjoy the success together. Spoiler alert. Just get get us. Why don't you go ahead and just tell them then? So. You want me to go ahead and tell them? We were obnoxious for two reasons. We were obnoxious for a lot of reasons. <laughs> One, we're out of town. We're loud. We're hype. I love it. We were hyped that night. It was we a were. good night because um, <clears throat> there's there were three categories for entertainment. Um, we won two of the three of them. What are you? What are you showing me here, man? Gaspar, I don't need to cheat. I got the award sitting right in front of me, man. I know what they're called. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, just, I had to pull up the Facebook he post. You know, up a post from three weeks ago. Here you go, man. And there the words go. are literally right here. Say word for word. <laughs> what? They're uh, they're right here, Gaspar. They're right here, dude. Like li- right here. Um. So it start the night started off. I think with uh, the best technical and special effects category which uh, the Uptown team uh, took home. It's a good time. Oh, the the awards say the date as well, guys. Just so, you, so we didn't have oh, to go man. through the when was that awards. They're right there. Um, the cool thing about that awards, though, is, and, you know, it, it, these are cool. Don't get me wrong. But it's a nice time for everybody to get their shine. Because, uh, you know, it's uh, the, the name on the plaques is Uptown Entertainment, but it's each person that's sitting here that, made that happen. It's not just one person. Um, and as the dude who runs a lot of this, it's people are like, Oh man, uh, like if it wasn't for y'all, I wouldn't be 
looking at these plaques on the table <laughs> two feet in front of me, Gaspar. And reading the Facebook post that I just showed you. Yeah, yeah, and reading the Facebook post, so that wouldn't be taking place. <laughs> uh, so these are, for me, it's just cool to see um, everybody to get recognition because it doesn't, you know, doesn't happen uh, every day. So then, the, then, all right, so we're walking back to our seat. We yep. won the award mm-hmm. for best technical special effects, Gaspar. There you go. We're walking back to the seat. And the next award for best host MC is there it is again. Up down. There it is. So then we so we dude these these headphones are killing me. All right. Sorry, technical difficulties. So um then we won a second award. Sweet. At that point, we thought we were done. <laughs> we cut loose. We may have had another drink or two. Two. <laughs> Probably two. Yes. And then, uh, I'd be honest. I'm trying to. Lie. Yeah. And then oh, speaking of um, everybody's drinking bourbon this evening. I yeah. think for the most yep. part, um, yeah. I got to use our new uh, fresh mixing machine over there. The Bartesian they call. Yeah. It. yeah. The Bartesian. It's just like the, uh, the video on Amazon. It's just like the video. <laughs> <laughs> it works just like it, man. Yeah. So, um, so cheers boys um, salutes so we won the second award we cut loose and that's when we were just we thought we could just chill and uh, so we we're having a good time uh, having a few drinks and uh, and then sure enough uh, they did a like overall category for entertainment company of the year for 2020 hey guess more one more time who won that Uptown. <laughs> there it is. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, there were four total awards for uh, entertainment or DJ, and three of them are right here uh, in front of me. So uh, that was, a, a, good was a good feeling. Yeah, it feels cool. good. Mm. Dude, it was. I I don't like the, they're cool, but getting to hang out was really fun. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. One of those, like, go to that. We actually went to downtown until 11 because that's when things stupidly <laughs> closed right now. <laughs> Didn't even get a karaoke. Not even, dude. So, Arlie, have oh, you yeah. ever heard him? Yes. Do you, the Humpty, Humpty Dance? Yeah. Yes, I was okay. there. I was there last time. Well, he was like, I don't normally do this, but. <laughs> <laughs> Walks out in costume. Well, town's about to own Greenville. We just <laughs> got into music. Go ahead and tell him about it, Arlie. <laughs> No. <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> oh, no. that was a segue. Arlie on the Humpty Dance on karaoke is uh, it only can be truly understood and experienced in person. In, in a Greenwood Applebee's. That's where it all started. <laughs> not a Burger King bathroom? No, not a Burger King. I always sang in an Applebee's bathroom. There you go. When I did it. I figured that's where, yep. that's where I was going. Killed. Um, Still got the wooden... <laughs> Wooden uh, doors there. All right, I don't know where to go. <laughs> I don't know what else to say on that one. I'm <laughs> guys are trying to fill it in. Uh, <laughs> all right, and we're back. So not well. So, geez, buddy. Um, so then we went from there. We went from downtown, and it was one of those nights. Kick it a little late night at a Waffle House. Dude, I, I, I eat Waffle House once once a year, and it's probably with it's some with of you. It's awful yeah. Waffle. I love it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, so it was a fun time. Hey, I, I always get the All Star Special. What did y'all order that night? What's the All Star Special? 
It's got the uh, waffle, got bacon, grits, or hash browns. So you can get scrambled eggs, toast, and all the goodies, the little jelly packets they give you, huh? I never use them, but I'm always too full by that time. And they always put too much butter on my toast. I don't know why. So it's if you're if you're oh. listening now, you may notice that Gaspar has something that we call undiagnosed attention deficit <laughs> hyperactivity disorder. <laughs> this is the longest he's had to sit in one place in probably his life. Yeah. Like while I'm talking, I've been doing like salsa dances with my feet over here on these <laughs> nice seats, by the way. Thanks, man. The office is coming along. Yeah. Our new office over here uh, at 385 and 85 Woodruff Road area. Yeah. We have a Christmas tree. We had yeah. a Christmas tree <laughs> that, up on December 1st. I am proud of that fact. And yes, we have ornaments. I, yeah. I walked in the door and saw that. and was like, man, we're for real. Domestic, bro. <laughs> domestic. <laughs> we um, we, oh, we never We never had a Christmas tree at the, uh, the old place. I know. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our, the, our doors too, Gaspar? Yeah. Wooden. Wooden. Yeah. Wooden, we doors. wooden doors. Well, we we have, actually, we have that glass one. We have a glass there. door. Yeah, that's true. That's true. To pay attention to, but right <laughs> through the glass door is wooden doors. We have a golden tea. There is a golden tea. Oh, my so gosh. So I was at Best Buy. They had a sale. It looked fun. <laughs> I like golf. Here we are. We have a golden tea. Will has probably played the golden tea if, more than if everyone. A lot. If you don't know, golden <laughs> tea is like the actual like sleazy bar arcade game is that is that fair to say that's where i always encountered it's the first arcade game in a bar that you probably paid close to five dollars to play it because there (laughs) it's a long game and it wasn't cheap um Mm -hmm. like i think a dollar got you maybe three or four hole three holes and why don't you come over and talk man it's like it's all right uh yeah i got you three holes so yeah it was uh, an expensive game to play so ours nicely doesn't take quarters you can just play (laughs) as much as you want um, so <laughs> on and off switch. If you hit off, it actually turns it off because I. And then you piss off Arlie because you, you piss off the game. Arlie because he was winning. It's, if if I was still behind, I wouldn't have been upset. That's why you guys. That's why upset. we ain't complaining. That's why we did it. <laughs> actually, Justin told me to do it. Did not, dude. Don't. Mm-mm-mm-mm. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. Adam is nicely now quickly removing the plaques. He's like the guy in all black clothes at the back of the stage. <laughs> He's the stagehand dude who just, you know, brings props on, brings props. Dude, you're the TV guy on Ellen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like all of a sudden you run out with it, deliver it. But he's also that that my MC Mike coach that he'll help you walk through some tough situations and uh, be able to give you some pointers and say, you know what? At the end of the day, we're uptown baby and we go ahead and th- kill it. Yeah, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Done. You don't have to be a commercial here, man. So you said you've been working on some microphone stuff? Yeah, we're working what on some doing? MC stuff. Uh you know, uh, a lot of work with the mirror lately. Um been working on trying not to move so much, being so hype. You know, it's really easy to move a lot when you're an MC, and I feel like an MC should stand firm and confident, you know? So I've been working on that lately. So you stand in a mirror. Stand in a mirror. Yeah. I uh, I focus on my posture first, you know, make sure I pose nicely so everyone can see me, you know, especially, um, you know, one of my biggest uh, things as an MC when I'm actually doing weddings is trying not to turn my back on people, you know, um, I'm trying to face the whole crowd and greet everybody and welcome them to this great celebration because at the end of the day, we're celebrating love, 
So everybody's got to feel that, you know? So I told you, Will across the table here gave me a video of you on an introduction <laughs> a few oh, weeks ago. The whole thing. Yeah, so I... Uh, Uh-oh. No, it was great, dude. Is good feedback? Yeah, so Gaspar, for those of you listening that don't know, Gaspar has been... So like, Arlie, how long have you DJed? Uh, 10 years. I guess I'm like 16. Adam's close to that. 14, 15, somewhere in that range. 30. Dang, man. I'm trying to get you to talk, man. Come on, and defend Gas- yourself. So, and Gaspar's DJed not that long. Maybe. A fraction of 10 years. Yeah. And um, four years. To man. see it, yeah. To see you like in action and even to see where you came over. And this year, we didn't have as many weddings, so it's not like you can practice as much in that. Um, did an awesome, like, cause you know, I watched it on a critical eye of like, all right, what needs to work, fix? Right. Not a whole lot, dude. And that's some of it just comes with time and, and some of the phrasing you used, it's genuine and not the same thing you say every Saturday afternoon. <laughs> cause it's doing, bro. You good, Justin? <laughs> I think we're having some time. No, I'm annoyed. These Uh-oh. headphones are cutting. His score, his cord. Yeah. Do, do you want to switch to your, uh. Here, go here. Yeah, use your better. It's exciting radio. All right. Well, in the meantime, go ahead and tell us about yourself, Adam. I personally like long walks on the beach, uh, pistachios. Pistachios um, are gross. Pistachios are not gross. They're not gross. That's for another podcast, but they're not gross. There you have it, folks. Thanks for filling 30 seconds. Appreciate it. All right. So it's, it's, uh, one of the things is being the event, dude. I feel like so many people look at what we do and they have a negative thought of it. How so? So, like, I feel like wedding DJ, let's use that as that's the name, wedding DJ is like almost a bad word sometimes because people, Inevitably, they've seen something that is cringeworthy get under the table. Mm-hmm. And, and we hear, if you do this for a living, like for as long as I've done this at this point, people just know to, oh, you're the guy. And I t- I'm going to tell you this horror story that I saw. It's like, all right, great. <clears throat> so you hear all the time of things people experience. And uh, I feel like sometimes when selling weddings or like meeting with couples to get a good fit, our couples want to get lit. Like they want to have a great party and <clears throat> dance their butts off, all that. But their parents like have this other feel or certain clients have this feel like a DJ is kind of a lesser than thing. So not to get like too deep, but I think it's important what Gaspar brought up if I've been working on something. There's a bunch of people who do this at Gaspar. They've done the same wedding. You know, some people go, oh, I've done 500 weddings. Have you done 500 weddings? Have you done one wedding 500 times? You know, have you just done the same thing over and over and over and over and over? And in a lot of cases, the truth is like, Will, there's school you go to to do what you do. Like you don't have to, but there's people who go. Photo, same thing. Culinary, same thing. DJ, not so much. So it's a whole different kind of ball game. So the level you get across the board on DJs, there's no kind of middle ground. There's guys who play Spotify off their phone into a speaker and that's the DJ. And then there's, you know, I'll throw us on the other end of that spectrum that are leaning into that production side of how, you know, making clouds happen on a dance floor and all the things it takes to make that possible. 
And if a client doesn't know how to vet for which one of those they're getting, like they sometimes will come into that conversation blind and have that less than idea or a parent have that less than idea because they've encountered the other side of that. Well, I think you, you said it. There, there's one word that describes that full gamut of, of ability from playing an iPod, you know, on a speaker to full-blown production. Y'all are still a DJ. So there's not really a differentiating factor yep. in how it's communicated. It's the word DJ is across the board equal in some way when exactly. we do far different stuff exactly. um, than other people. So it's, <clears throat> so it's working in the mirror, getting better, you know, not doing the same thing every time, getting comfortable, you know, even for guys like Gaspar who are outgoing as I'll get out, opening a microphone up and having to do it at somebody's wedding is still stressful and is still something right. Like that's not you, you would, dance on a bar any time of the week, whatever. Like that's you, <laughs> you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, I, got uh, I don't and, actually uh, dance at a bar guys. <laughs> I not, used to not dance at a bar. Not, any, <laughs> not anymore. Um, uh, but to. opening the microphone is different, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a different kind of pressure because uh, whenever the wedding coordinator comes up to you and says, <clears throat> we're ready. <laughs> that moment is where it hits. Things get real. Things get real. You either start really sweating and you need to get another jacket or you go in and you just say, you know what? Let's make it happen. Uptown, baby. Let's go. Let's, Let's do it. Walk up to the walk, uh, up. walk up to the wedding party, you know, when we're making yeah. sure everybody's names are right and all of that. Yeah. And that's when, like, for me, I flipped that switch to, like, game time. Right. And, um, and you know, to that point, yeah. actually – um, I love that. I love going to visit the wedding party right before you're about to walk out. Whenever you get that, hey, hey we're ready to go, you know, um, and being able to, you know, see everybody beforehand and say, all right, guys, are y'all ready? Y'all ready to do this? Get them all hyped up. Everybody's like, yeah, let's go. And you really get to a feel your audience one because if the bridal party's lit, as you said, yeah, you know. The party's going to well, be lit, lit and or ready to get lit. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. yeah, I like lit better. Um, <laughs> lit is good. So I love that. That's where I started to build my energy right there is because I already know what I'm working with. I already know the audience and I already know the music because Uptown, you know, being with us, you know, and choosing us as the DJ or wedding DJ, as you said, you know, uh, we really take the time to understand what type of music we're going to play for these events. And that to me is another add on to my hypeness to say, oh, I already know this playlist is going to be right. booming, you know. Um, and then, of course, you know, being a beat mixing DJ now and being able to mix different types of music styles into one. You know, I love being able to throw in that extra spice. Of did DJ you just Gaspar. roll your throw? Did you just <laughs> throw it? <in? laughs> throw. Sorry. Es que, you know, también se habla español. Bro, Mucho gusto. Mal. All right, there we go. See? <laughs> Another call, guys. Another call. I'm just kidding. But, you know, to finish it out, man, I build my energy off the audience. I build my energy off the people. I build my energy right when I get in, and I feel it. I feel the wedding, and I make sure to make it one of the most memorable moments for anybody that's there. And that's that's how we do it, baby. So the thing that you, the underlying tone there is, at some point there, <clears throat> when the when the uh, planner goes, Gaspar, game time, it's ready, you then are in control. 
Yeah. Like at that very moment when they say that to us, we are now in control. Yeah. It is ours to drive, if you will. Um, which for me, that's, I like to, I consider myself somebody who's very good at looking at somebody's wedding and coming up with the best kind of flow of events and how things are going to transition and, hey, do we want to throw any special things in there? So they're not all the same because I probably said this on this podcast already, but like the average American goes in a normal year, goes to like two to three weddings a year. So the chances that we're going to be the DJ for one of them hopefully is high and we want to be, for for me, it's I want to show that couple who went to three weddings that year, I want them to go that one yeah. That DJ, that that was that did not feel like the other two. Because again, I, a lot of times I talk to couples and I'm just like, hey, what are you, very broad question, like what are you looking for in your entertainment? How do you want your wedding reception to go? And they're just, it's one of those things, if they don't know what they don't know, if they've never seen what it can be, mm-hmm. they only know what they've seen yeah. um, either on social media or in person. So it's for us is that education part of it on like, well, here's all the stuff we can do and all the different things that we can do to create that wedding that, oh my God, that was, you know, I overdid it last night. I drank too much because I couldn't get off the dance floor. Whatever those things are. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, I don't know, man. I think that's where the difference lies or where I my focus is um, because there's so much of, about the day. And we're talking about a lot about dancing and getting, you know, getting lit. But there's so much that gets there that gets there has to be right too. So that's yeah. uh, I, I'm going to call back again on that yeah. particular thing. Again, the wedding planner coming up and saying, "Let's go." Like for me, that's when I go to like, "All right, we're done. We're there." Like as far as the stress of building up to that moment and like, DJ okay, Arley is now in charge. It, is everything in place? Like, do I have a backup in place if something goes wrong? Like that when they say "Let's go" and it's time to bring out the party. Like, honestly, that is one of the most relaxed moments for me because it's like, okay, I prepped for this. We're here now. I don't have to keep stressing about it coming. Like, we're there and we're set for it. Like, when that preparation is in place and you know it's ready and you can just step in and do it, like, that's an exciting moment. Man, when I was – sorry, Will. <laughs> I see Will leaning to the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he's but, waiting for you know, his moment. I'm going to say something that I'm not proud of, but it is what it is. Yeah. Like, back when I wasn't so good at what I do now, because you all go, you'll get here from somewhere. When I wasn't as good at it, or, or very good at all, like I wasn't prepared. I didn't prepare. So walking into it, I was stressed. I didn't feel like I had my stuff together. All those things leading in. Now I walk in, having done the music already today. I, you know, on a Wednesday, Tuesday, whatever today is, and then, um, thank you. Um, that's that's where I'm at. Last busy week, and then we're <laughs> then we're gonna have a little downtime for December, but. Um, that's the thing, man. Walking in so prepared. We've met with our couple. We've talked about every little kind of thing. Heck, reached out to a videographer ahead of time. So like I did for this weekend, by the way, we're all set. Um, so yeah, so it's, you know, reaching out to them, making sure everybody's on the same page. And then we just make sure our couple is taken care of at that point. We're not worrying about all the different things. We've already figured that out. Well, I was just going to say like what I love about working with you guys so much is that he's really trying to earn a check. Every, I, I, every I really time not. This, like, I mean, this, this is honest, honest conversation here. Like you guys, the payoff is great. I mean, the experience is great for the couple and the party in the room, but you guys value so much more than just that payoff. 
y'all spend so much time pre-planning, communicating, um, making sure that you have everything ready to go for the night so that we don't really have to think about it. I mean, for us, I mean, the reception's full of more formalities than the rest of the day, essentially. So, I mean, we're just filming photo shoots and the ceremony and, you know, you guys have that all planned out. So we don't really have to even worry about it, you know, when, when you guys are there. Cause I know you're going to make time to make sure that everybody that's on my team, as well as the photographer, the planner, that all of them are up to speed on what's happening. And so that, that really gives me the confidence that, that I can work well with my couple and get the shots that I need because you guys have taken care of all of the hard work in organizing that portion of the day. Our job is not, I've said this before, I'll say it again. Our job is not just to be the DJ. It is to be in control of the overall success of your event. So that's our focus. Not just did people dance, not just did things happen. But if I can do something to make your job better, easier, whatever, or just give you the empowerment to do it the way you want to do it instead of like, here's, you know, make something out of this, dude, then then your work is better. They get something better Absolutely. and so on. So. Um, yeah, man. So it was a pretty awesome couple weeks. What's up, Gaspar? None. I was just going to add to that moment. You know, it's, you know, I, I can speak for myself, right? But I've also seen um, and had the opportunity and been honored to be your assistant DJ also <laughs> and been able to be a primary DJ with Arlie here. Um, and uh, it was, uh, I'm, I'm going to say that one of the greatest experiences because uh, it taught me a lot in such a little time. Um, you know, our first wedding a long time ago, this thing was like, what, two months ago? Was it a barn? I think it was when you were lead. I can't remember who yes. the was. Yes. It was a few months ago. <laughs> well, anyways, this is what I learned. I learned that as a DJ, it's not only about the music. It's not only about, you know, getting everyone lit and go crazy and dance and everything. It's also about capturing the moments, you know? And one thing that, you know, I've seen that Arlie does and that I've now taken initiative to do is make sure that I know where the camera wants to be and I know where the video needs to be. Camera awareness. <laughs> always <laughs> knowing awareness. where that thing is. Yep. yep. You always got to know where it is, you know? And one of the thing is, like, that's so important because that shot that they get right there where everybody's lined up, the whole bridal party's lined up and they're doing, I don't know, the first dance. And everybody's behind that shot. And you capture that moment, boom. That's a moment that lasts for a lifetime right there. You know what I'm saying? And you capture that and you use it and fuel it and everything just keeps on going, you know? And I love getting feedback from the photographers and videographers saying, hey, you made my job easy, you know? Because <laughs> everyone's <laughs> dancing, everyone's going crazy, you know? And that right there is awesome. I love feeling that. Camera awareness. Camera awareness. Very underrated skill as a DJ. <laughs> has nothing to do with packing a dance floor. Has oh. a lot to do with making your photos suck or not. And that's, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, that's something I'm very, very important, like and very important. I stepped backwards yesterday or today, Adam and I were in the warehouse and I caught myself looking behind, like in my everyday life, doing it like I would at a wedding. So um, speaking of uh, weddings, Terrible segue. Dum, dum, dum. Segway. Next section. If <laughs> you're getting married. Um, no. So here next week, uh, the 9th, which I cannot believe it's December. Um, December 9th, uh, 5 to 7, we are going to be at the Southern Bleachery. So it's over in Taylor's where the Taylor's Mill is. So there's like the Fair House over there. 
13 Stripes Brewery. It's a cool little thing. There's axe throwing now. There's an arcade. All kind of cool stuff around it. And then there's the Southern Bleachery, and they have uh, an open house, and uh, we will all be socially distanced and masked up and all that um, there for an open house um, here next week. That's December 9th, 5 to 7. Hit up on Instagram if you're interested in going because um, I don't know if you've if you listening have been there. I love the Southern Bleachery. I think it is an awesome venue. Really cool. Very unique. There's certainly nothing else like it. So uh, check that out and check out this podcast, this podcast and uh, all the other, we never even said what this is. This is the Monday after podcast right here. The Monday after podcast.com right here for this episode and many, many more boys. Thanks for being here. Muchas gracias. Ah, yeah, yeah. Peace.